Game of Thrones did not come up with that. <laughs> did not come up with that, uh, by the way. Fail of Thrones, whatever you want to call it. ESP, Trash of Thrones, <laughs> Trash of Thrones Face Palm <laughs> of Thrones, Season 2, Episode 5. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is what we're working with. A uh, big steaming pile of trash. <sighs> it was awful. Yeah. I'm um, still really not over it. No, no. I, it's it's kind of like, I mean, we might as well just jump right into it. It's just, yeah. I honestly, I haven't stopped no talking words. about it at all. I haven't either. Well, both of us are writing our own fan fiction. Yeah. Just to cope. <laughs> Grief management. We're, we're yeah. going through the process of grieving at the loss of one of our favorite shows. It's helping, though. It is It is, is it helping. good? Yeah. yeah. No, well, writing is one of the most therapeutic things that you can do. Mm. So I'm writing, like, sort of a continuation of the ending, and you're writing a... I think you're doing a redo of the ending, right? Rewriting yeah, I'm, ending, I'm like rewriting life. how I think sh- season eight should have gone. So many people are doing that in their own way. Yeah. Just well, I kind of, well, like I started doing it and I got kind of like halfway through and then that's when you kind of introduced me to your story and I felt more connected to that just because what's happened has already happened and there's no changing it, so... Well, there but are a lot of people that are rewriting the endings, though, just to yeah, just to kind of have something that's more yeah. satisfying than what we got. <laughs> just be like, my ending's the better ending, <laughs> and what we got was trash. Yeah. So, um, big shout out uh, right away to uh, Nerdrotic, Nerdrotic dot com. Um, they gave us a shout out on their YouTube channel last week mm-hmm. on one of their Game of Thrones videos um, from a super chat that I sent in. So. Uh, thank you to Gary at Nerdrotic. We love you. You're awesome. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> um, and keep doing what you're doing, man. We are the fandom menace. And eventually, uh, hopefully, I think the goal is to, you know, if we can if we can change sort of the environment from within, you know, and so people don't get away with this crap they try to, like, sort of feed to us. Hopefully things will change. Yeah. That's the end game. Let me just adjust here real quick so I can look at you. <laughs> Oh, I know. So I can look at your pretty face. I understand. <laughs> Am I good where I'm at? Oh, yeah. You're, you're right. perfect. But we have like a weird thing where I'm not really looking at you. Look into my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> look into the fire. <laughs> yeah, right. Back in Game of Thrones was still good. <laughs> and they did that. They did that. Bit. So I'm rewatching the whole thing from season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, season one, episode one. All right. So <laughs> Fail of Thrones, Shame of Thrones. So, yeah. So I've been rewatching since season one, episode one. And ah, the first four seasons are still so good. Mm-hmm. I even like the Battle of Bastards is probably my second favorite episode of all time. That was definitely like the peak of the show, yeah. in my opinion. Like it got such good reviews after that, because that, mm-hmm. that was the biggest battle up until that point. Yeah. You know? And it was like season one through four and kind of into five. You're still working with the source material from mm-hmm. the book. So they still had George R. R. Martin kind of giving them, you know, direction, direction and notes <laughs> from the book. Yeah. But the second that the book material went away, you could see right away that like it started to go downhill. Yeah, yeah, um, you could very you, slowly. Yeah, you could see like when where he kind of stepped away, and that's yep. where it was just like. And I, I even liked season seven. Not you know. Yeah, I wasn't like I mean some people weren't crazy about it. I wouldn't say that it was the best season ever, but I I wasn't like hating on it as much as I am season eight. You know. 
the last episode we put out, we talked about one through four, mm-hmm. and we were ranting about the Battle of Winterfell and how awful that was. Yeah. So we already did a whole episode on that. So now we have the pleasure, mm. <laughs> the pleasure of reviewing the bells, and the last watch. Yeah. Okay. So the bells. <sighs> As a Targaryen, as a hardcore Targaryen, I actually enjoyed that one. I thought that that was, out of the entire season, that I think was the best. Yeah. It is one of my favorite episodes just because I kind of, the Mad Queen, fine. Like, that's, I think, something a lot of people predicted. Mm-hmm. And it sort of makes sense with her character arc. Yeah. I think. What's your opinion on that? So, I have nothing against her becoming the Mad Queen. Yeah. I think they, you know, if you look back, you can see all the foreshadowing. You, it's there. They planted that there. But I uh, I think it was a YouTuber, um, Trope Anatomy. He did this Trope really... Trope Anatomy. There's a shout out. Yeah, he okay. did. I love all of his videos. You sh- he's very intellectual. Um, there were a lot of tropes in this yeah. season, especially <laughs> at the end. But, uh, With plot armor comes tropes. He He did a really good job explaining how foreshadowing is not character development oh yeah that's that's the video you sent me right i think so yeah 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 yeah, it is i did send it to you um that's true yeah and and his whole thing is he's like you know it's it's not we it's not that we hate what the outcome was it's it's how they just shoved everything in your face and made things happen to daenerys for her to get to that point yeah it was not really so here's the thing is that I think most of the fans and the fandom menace, whatever, are okay with that particular ending, mm-hmm. but cramming it into six seasons just so that they could go ruin the last, uh, yeah, so that so they could go ruin Star Wars mm-hmm. next, and you know, Rian Johnson. We're always kind of. I know. Each other. I just I was about to be like, oh, there we go Cro- again. <laughs> <laughs> Cross off something on your on your ESP bingo sheet. Brooke and I are kicking <laughs> each other under the table again. But no, there they were in such a rush to go ruin Star Wars, because that's exactly what they're going to do with Star Wars, yeah. and that they ruined Game of Thrones in the process. I actually... Uh, totally rushed. I, I, I read... Um, I just... I had told her before the show that I'm on Reddit all the time. Oh, yeah. And I was looking through... Are you through... on Free Folk? Because that's, no. like, the one spot to go for really? all the Game of Thrones memes. <gasps> yeah. I just R follow... Free Folk. I just follow Game of Thrones subgroup. Oh, dang. And then there's like a, uh, a battle cry, too. We are not kneelers. Or we do not kneel. I'll have to, I'll have to go searching. And they call everyone groups. else the normies and the kneelers. And oh, of course. People yeah. who are sort of shills All for these the show. code names that yeah. I'm not aware of. <laughs> I guess I'm not a true fan. <laughs> no, no, you're definitely not a normie, for sure, because you're on the show. Yeah, so. well. Uh, but no, so I was reading, you know, just through Reddit comments, and somebody uh, made a really good point where the reason why it felt so rushed and just felt so crammed. If you look at uh, one of the highest ranking seasons, season four, um, it had 10 or 12 episodes. I think it was 10. Uh, and if you highlight all of like the major uh, events that happened throughout the whole season, uh, and he kind of goes through and lists, mm-hmm. um, he, he makes it a point where he's like, there was a runtime of like 545 minutes total with about you know, X amount of big things happening. So about four big events were happening per per episode. Right. But if you go to season eight, it was only a total runtime of like 433 minutes. Okay. 
and a total of 10 big events happening yep. per episode. Yeah, that's that was the inherent problem. So it was just these events happening one right after the other and we just we didn't even have time to like oh this thing just happened now this other thing is happening, you know. So so Daenerys becoming the Mad Queen is in theory totally believable. Right. But it totally is. Having her just be like just, you know, and, and like, then just fly like if, off. If you go back, she's fly been off through. The dragon. She's been through so much over the last couple of seasons, over the last few years. She didn't fly off the handle, and she she's never right. She's never lost her cool. I mean, and again, it's believable that that would eventually well, she happen has at, at some points. Or well, like she, been really vicious and brutal. So it was, right, and yeah. she has, but it's always been justified in some way. Yes, exactly. It's that never just true. been like totally you're completely random. innocent, and I'm I'm going to kill you because I want to. Yeah. It's always been justified in, in her eyes anyway, no matter how brutal it was. And to say that just because, oh, another one of her dragons died, she lost half of her Miss army. Sunday. Miss Sunday died and Jorah died. Did you, now did you see she, that meme? What? With uh, Grey Worm, he's looking down at the ground and it's a, it's a Sunday in the dirt. Miss Sunday. But, uh, but no, you know, like, just to, so what, because of a couple of people close to her died and she lost a dragon, she's just going to slaughter millions of people. It just, it doesn't, it well, doesn't make sense to me. Um, well, I mean, I, I saw, I saw an article in Vox of all places that explained it in a, in a, a tactical decision or more, I mean, not like Vox or any experts on that, but the idea was that. She is asserting her authority and control so that no one else in the Seven Kingdoms will rebel against her mm-hmm. ever. Should she, you know, I think you know, at that point she thought she was going to sit on the Iron Throne indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Jones, well, so. I mean, at, at that point they had made her a tyrant, and all tyrants think that they are doing the right thing, right? And that's yeah. kind of what her big speech at the end is before oh, she gets the- killed. The is, Hitler speech. You know, yeah, the did. oh, we're gonna liberate. We've liberated King's Landing. Let's go liberate yeah. Dorne and Winterfell and everybody else. Essentially saying, let's go murder people who don't bend Conquer the knee. The or yeah. right. So, again, I, I mean, I just don't think that they gave us enough time and enough. <laughs> uh, uh, by enough time, you mean the three seconds that they gave us? Yeah. Can you scoot this way a little bit? Yes. Yeah. A smidgen. There you go. I just wanna. Gotcha. I want you to be able to be seen on the Facebook feed. Mm, hi, everybody. And you're still you're still good on the other camera. Okay. So, yeah, um, you're absolutely right. It should have been done over, you know, two to three episodes, mm-hmm. but instead it was done in a five second window. Yeah, <laughs> like a short five second window where she just, you know, like I said before, just yeah. and then just snapped. Yeah, and kind and, of flew and down it, and, and killed again, everybody. It wasn't just things happening with Daenerys. She it renovated was, King's Landing. It was it was other <laughs> ja- Jamie Lannister. That was the worst ending for that character, in my opinion, because he had gone from such a low place to such a high place, from being mm-hmm. such a crappy person to a semi-decent person. And obviously, like, the beginning of the season, he leaves King's Landing to go to Winterfell. That is his betrayal against Cersei. That's him kind of turning his back on Cersei, essentially, and saying, you know, this is me, you know, whatever happens to you happens because this is me turning away from you. So him running back to her after learning that, you know, Daenerys was ambushed, I thought he was going to go kill her and open the gates. That, that would have been cool. Yeah, and again, that would have been like in line with the character with, arc that right. he had. 
so that uh, yeah, yeah it just did not make sense and it, uh, sense. if you look at you know they do the inside the episode on HBO oh god where uh, the apologists Dave and Dan or whatever dumber the director, and dumber yeah <laughs> where they talk about why we made these stupid decisions that we decided to do we really wanted the bear yeah <laughs> And they said, they said, Dan and Dave, you have to focus on other things. And we said, we want the damn bear. Mm. Remember that? The no. polar bear thing? No, the the zombie don't. polar bear? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. What, they demanded that they wanted they, that? They demanded the zombie polar bear. Oh, and like, we kind of need this money elsewhere. Hold on, I'm just going to, because I feel like I'm leaning and over. And they were like, no, zombie polar bear. Yeah, so now uh, inside the episode where they talk, they talk about why Jamie goes back to Cersei. And... They go back to one scene, like, seasons ago, where he's asked by a character. Seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he's asked by at a character. The start of his, at the start of his character arc. Right. Go ahead, sorry. Um, somebody asks him, if you could die in any way, how would you want to die? Mm -hmm. And he says, in the arms of the woman that I love. Right. And in the inside the episode, they reference this one scene, and that's their justification for him running back to Cersei is because he loves her and he knows that she's going to die and he would rather die with her than have her die alone, which makes no sense. Sorry. <laughs> because if he really did the love Sunday. her so much, he would have never left her and gone to Winterfell in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Why did that even happen? Because he's, I, well, I, I thought that he was finally realizing yeah. how much of a crazy bitch she was. No, apparently not. It just it, they just did so many things that made, or how much of an evil bitch she was. Yeah, but well, I mean, but she was a good villain. And that's another thing is she was such a good villain, and her death there was no justification. Well, for the entirety of the episode, she just kind of all she did was sit, well, stand. All she stand did and stare. was yeah, yeah was literally <laughs> stand and stare out the window. She did a really good job of staring out that window, holding up that railing. And like honestly, you're you're telling me that you're gonna see a dragon decimating your city, and you're gonna be like, nah, we're good. She had some good face twitches. <laughs> like, nah, the red keep won't fall. We're fine. We're yeah, fine. That, just, like, that was a little strange, and that, that was uh, rushed. Like that was just oh, let's just keep her in the red keep for as long as we can, so we can make the building collapse on top of her. Like, uh, and just... then Jamie's able to make it to the end of the episode with a fatal stab wound. Yeah, and a collapsed lung. Right, like just uh... they were implying that he had a collapsed lung. Yeah. Which is, a, uh, at that point, uh, would be a hemonumothorax. Uh, There's your medical experience coming in. And that can be fatal, like, pretty quickly. Yeah, just, well, there was no logic, so, obviously, Oh yeah. put into this episode. So, my, the my last, joke. The, this last season, rather. No, zero. My joke was that everyone's always saying, what the hell's Bran doing this whole time? And I keep saying, he's trying to, he's trying to close the, pl uh, the holes in the fabric <laughs> of reality, the plot holes in the fabric of reality. They're basically tearing the world apart. When he was off so warging. Yeah, so well, he was either doing that or watching Endgame, which we said last time. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> he be watching Endgame. <laughs> or he was watching Brightburn this time or something. How is that? Have you heard? I heard uh, I've heard I good heard, things. I've heard good things, too. I haven't actually seen that. It's like uh, evil Superman. Yeah. Yeah. As a with teenager. A, yeah, yeah. I heard it's pretty gruesome. It lo I mean, yeah. just from like the trailers that I've seen are very like short. Like he punches someone so. and they explode. Yeah, like crazy stuff. Ang the Angry Joe show said it was uh, it was good. So. Like a hormonal Superman. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, edgy, no, Mom! Edgy teenage Superman. 
where, where were we? Oh, brand. Middle of brand. Se- oh, yeah. Brand. Uh, Middle of season. Yeah, season eight, episode five. I honestly. Middle of the bells. I feel like the only the only character that kind of made any sense this season was Sansa. She, I feel, yes. stayed the most true to her character than anybody. I, I, I. <laughs> Brand's junk doesn't work. <laughs> Also, what? no. <laughs> what about the North? No, but we all know that was knew that was going to happen anyway. Okay, so 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 segueing into episode six now. God, Jesus, the worst episode in the history of television, I think. Which was, uh, I think this is worse than Lost, the ending. Yeah, because I thought they were going somewhere where they were going to redeem. Where they were going to redeem with the final episode because they had me hooked at the end of the bells. Even mm-hmm. with all the problems, they still had me hooked because I was like, okay, she's the Mad Queen. She just, you know, whatever. That's fine. I, I can buy into her being the Mad Queen. Right. And at that point, I was like, but they need to do something. And even at the start of episode six, mm-hmm. when she came out and gave the speech and gave the speech and all of the her Dothraki and her Unsullied multiplied again. Yeah. Yeah, just magically has an army again. The respawn time was only 30 seconds in first-person shooters, so <laughs> if we're in, like, a medieval combat, it might be only 60 seconds. This is not team deathmatch. This, oh, no, this th- this is not survival. This is team deathmatch. Yeah. <laughs> where the points don't matter, and what's the, what, what's the uh, bit from whose line? Yeah, where the... They always say something. Nothing, yeah. yeah. Well... Westeros. It's like where the logic doesn't matter and the plot holes are infinite. <laughs> Something like that. Something along those lines, yeah. So, the council. Alright. So, this whole episode was a shit show. Mm-hmm. It was a disaster of epic proportions. And again, I think it was worse than the ending of Lost. I never saw Dexter. Spoilers, but my brother was telling me that he just goes off to be a lumberjack. Yeah, end. and I mean... What? And, it, and it's honestly... It's this not so much how it... How, like, the events that unfold like whatever he goes off and lives in the woods but mm-hmm. and they murder right? they he goes totally against his character in you he didn't watch the show so you're not gonna kind of understand really he was basically I saw the first two seasons well he was he was a serial killer with somewhat yeah. of a moral code right he yeah he yeah. went after killers and stuff and most he of would, season one and two he would thing. dispose of these bodies in the bay in the bay yeah and in the last episode his sister who he has been the only like love in his life ever mm-hmm. dies. And what does he do? He takes her out and drops her body off in the bay and then goes and F's off and becomes a lumberjack. Yep. Wh- sounds like what sense does that make at, at all? Like that's his graveyard for like rapists and murderers. And he's like, yeah. this is where you belong sister. Like, no, that yeah, would have never happened. Strange. Why wouldn't you have just left her body there? She was a police officer. Like, she would have gotten a yeah. a good burial and a good memorial. Yeah, like, she would have gotten a parade. Right. Nope, and he was like, I'm going to take your body with me for whatever reason. But, uh, again, a perfect example of just going against everything that has been what the character has been for however long, you know? That Butchered. council, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that council at the end is kind of what bothers me the most about... Well, what was the uh, overall displeasure in the council meeting? Well, just the fact, and this is what like I was tying into the fan fiction, is that Yara was clearly not okay with what was happening. Right. 
the Prince of Dorne, who was sitting right next to her, didn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Was just looking very concerned. But even all the other lords of we- the other lords of Westeros, you have a Stark on the throne, and then his sister in the north says, "Oh, well, we're going to be independent too, mm-hmm. and be an independent, free and independent kingdom." And he's just like, "And you mean okay. to tell me that <laughs> every that the other six kingdoms were all like, okay, that's right, fine, right, cool." Yeah, we'll we'll be under this. You, you go, know, girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's like kind of taking like the and... girl power trope a little bit too far, right? Because it's like, no, all the other lords, including Yara, that's like well, Yara's a strong, I think one of the strongest female characters in the show. Of course, yeah. I want to talk about like, like real strong female characters because I was like, Sansa's not really a strong female character. I'm probably gonna get a lot of flack for that, but like, she just kind of she doesn't really do anything. Well, she's just. I she's, think she's I think the... a good actress. Yeah, well, her her whole character is started off as like yeah. a snobby rich girl, and then she went through yeah, she had a life. lot of trauma. But even it, her, the trauma isn't what made her strong. It was being around all of these masterminds, being around Littlefinger yeah. and being around Cersei, and being able to see how manipulative the government can be and how manipulative, you know, yep. higher ups can be. So she like that's why like. You know, towards the end, she started seeing through Lord Baelish's crap, basically. Yeah, you and, know, and I, I do like Sansa. I do like the character of Sansa. I'm, I'm pretty okay with Sophie Turner as an actress. Mm-hmm. I, I was reading something about how she kind of came after fans about the, um, the general displeasure with the episode. I mean, no, with the fandom menace and everything. But uh, I haven't. I didn't read too much of it. I'm gonna have to go back and. Read all the source. Yeah. Read all the source material about that, you know, detail. But that's kind of just like something that was floated by me mm-hmm. very quickly. Yeah. So I mean, I I like Sansa. I I think, yeah. as far as resilient characters go, you know, she's she's up there. But she is definitely yeah. very family oriented, and I think sometimes that clouds her ability, you know, to make proper decisions um i i used to be one of my favorite characters but this season kind of just destroyed and her yeah, for and me. That, like she uh, and, and not to say that she was she's never gonna go discover america well yeah like yeah, of... chris aria columbus over there <laughs> but not to say that she was never an emotional character obviously she was but once she became an assassin she became very stoic and she became yeah. very in control of her emotions and Especially, like, especially in that council meeting where she was like, "You keep talking about killing my brother, and I'll slit your throat." And like, mm. I was just like, "Oh, of course they had to add in an Arya, you know, quip right there." Like, Why was Samwell Tarly at this council meeting? <laughs> I, I don't know. Aren't the Tarleys? Uh, isn't wasn't Catelyn a Tarly? Oh no, she was Tully. A Tully. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but they are well, one Tully, of the Tully Tarly Stark Car Stark. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. Right, but they are one of the the bigger houses yes. you know yep and uh daenerys burned randomly <laughs> sitting there <laughs> well daenerys yeah. burned her his father and brother so he's the well, last well they're not family. one of the representatives of like that of any of the kingdoms though so he's just kind of there same thing with davos well he's the citadel person now right but they had yeah the the new maester but they hadn't really gone they hadn't really talked about that at that point it was just kind of he was just there yeah he was randomly. just there yeah and then yeah when 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 Aya materialized out of thin air and 
episode three, I was like, oh, okay. I'm not. Yeah. This is, this is beyond a reasonable doubt to believe in. This has removed me completely from believability. And not only that, but like, and I get the whole. She was doing the Wraith thing from from what apex she was she was doing the phasing thing that oh, Rafe yeah. was doing. <laughs> she's, she's going through the, the setting forge. up a portal uh no an- another thing that like i just laughed at during that council meeting was and i understand like the chain of commands like the king has to be the you know have the last word or whatever but Grey Worm, who has Jon Snow and has Tyrion... You are not here to speak! Yeah, and he, but he's just like, it's not for you to decide. And he's like, you're right. You guys yeah. figure it out. <laughs> well, he's like, well, well, he, well, he tells Tyrion that he's not... He says, he says, you are not here to speak. And Tyrion says, ooh. He kind of shuts up for a second. And then he just starts talking anyway. Yeah. And Grey Worm's like, hmm. Well, and then there's one scene where... While still in chains, while still in chains, and they're trying to decide who to make king, they're like, what do you think, Tyrion? Yeah. I'm like, Tyrion shouldn't have any say whatsoever in anything right and now. And Grey Worm's like, yes, tell us what you think. Yeah, like, let's hear. And then he, like, does the whole, like, like he's kind of walking around and looking down at the ground, like, so some... in thought. Yeah. And he's, like, you know, trying to appeal to everybody in the council. And it's just like, you're a prisoner right now. Like, yeah. he shouldn't be talking at all. Why is he all. speaking? Oh, it was just so Brand like the broken. It's like, oh, let's hear Tyrion's wise words one once more. Brand the busted up. <laughs> Brand the wheelie wheelie legs no feely. Oh gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that was the other one. Or right, so uh the uh the Game of Thrones WTF edition. Go watch that for episode six because it's amazing. And what, what Brooke was just referencing is there's this great bit <laughs> in the end where they <clears throat> Um, it's just all Podrick. edited and like yeah. they edit it to make it like them say funny things and stuff. Podrick is wheeling in uh, Bran on his wheelchair, and they 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 recycle him wheeling in about six times, and it's really loud. And it's him just like <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming in on the chair all loud, and everyone's like just uncomfortable. And uh, Tyrion <laughs> says, uh, "We have home, we have homeless, hungry people to feed. Can we expect some assistance in this matter?" And Bran just goes, "No." And then they just wheel him <laughs> off, which is basically like a perfect analogy. It's, it's like a perfect representation of how the show ended because he literally came into the council, said like two words and was like, all right, I'm going to go back to play my video, my, uh, my flight simulator now. Right. Dragon flight sim. Yeah. Or apparently, because it was, it was crow, crow flight simulator before. Now it's dragon flight sim. Yeah. So, power that. A lot of these are memes, by the way. So a lot of these jokes are not mine. They're from our free folk. Um, and a lot of these have been uh, referenced already by um, some of the Super Chats and some of the fans of Gary at Nerdrotic and also on the Angry Joe show. So um, credit to them for being the first couple of channels to release major videos with all the memes in there. So again, um, check out Angry Joe's channel. Check out Nerdrotic. And definitely visit the R Free Folk. These are we're just I'm just recycling memes, and then obviously the WTF edition. Yeah, too. So that those, was a good one. Those are your references. <laughs> um, most of my most of these memes and jokes come from those sources. So um, go and check those out. So yeah, just so people know that you're not stealing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so nobody accuses me of, of stealing jokes or memes. That's my these are joke. All, these are all memes that have come about from either the Nerdrotic channel from the Angry Joe show or from most, most of this is from our free folks. Most of them are memes already. Yeah. So, but there's only so much you can say about, you know, a stupid episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could, I could, I, I seriously could just go on and on and on about 
how things didn't add up. They didn't line up. They made oh uh, another another comment that I had read from someone on on Reddit was how they just totally destroyed San Santarley's character and how he yeah. had gone from such a scared boy, you know, from beyond the wall or when he was at the wall and went you know north and whatever. He went and killed a White Walker. He like got a girlfriend. You know, he like yeah. started like kind of being his gaining, own person, gaining confidence. And then in that battle uh, with the White Walkers, they make him into a scared little boy again, and they make yeah, him run a lot away. Of character in, in the regression. Yeah, it's it, uh, <clears throat> like. Ugh. So there was. There's another great meme, and by the way, I think that the flight simulator. Jo I think that that's from the Angry <laughs> Joe show. I just wanted to go. No, because this is important. I just wanted to go back to that. I think that Angry Joe was the first person to say it. So, um, is Angry Joe uh, on YouTube? Is yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. YouTuber. So there's there's a great there is a meme though that is it's an existing meme and it's a it's Jamie Lannister's character arc and it's just a white background <laughs> and a black circle. That's all it is. <laughs> just a circle. Sounds about right. Yes. Circular yeah, character yeah that's about that's about right. And then obviously Sam Wells was circular too, as you mentioned, yeah. from when he went beyond the wall. Yeah. When he first arrived at Castle Black. So be. disappointing. Yeah. Well, we can let HBO. We can sign the petition, unsubscribe from HBO, and let them know that we're not satisfied as customers, as fans, as consumers with what they've released. What are they going to care? They already got paid. Well, the petition, well, because it's bad for business, and they're going to lose so many subscribers. That's how you can vote with your dollar. Yeah, that's true. You can vote with your dollar by unsubscribing. But they're still just going to keep pumping out shows. I mean, did you watch True Blood at all? Not if no one's... I was going to bring that up because <laughs> somebody brought up the ending, and they said... Uh, Nerdrotic, again, credit directly to Nerdrotic. Someone had said on that channel, I don't know if it was Gary himself or one of the Super Chats, that the ending of... True Blood was a giant middle finger to the fans. Yep. Can you confirm that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Huge. Yeah, I've, never seen, I've never seen more than past season three. So. Oh, it's such a good show until that last season. Yeah. it's so. I mean, and there's a couple seasons okay. where you're like, all right, this one's not as good. But, like, it's still just, like, you know, they keep just moving forward in a forward yeah. direction. No one's saying suke anymore, though. <sighs> well, not in that last season, that's yeah. for sure. But, like. That's I think that's a perfect example of such a cookie cutter ending, yeah. you know, total fan service. You know, let's just throw that's everything what this out is the with window. The Starks. This was a Stark yep. fan fiction. Yeah, that's all this was, mm -hmm. and it was awful. I agree. I agree. And the fact that no one objected to Sansa, being yeah, queen and just in the every, North. everybody be just being okay, okay. With, with certain decisions. Yeah, like we'll all bend the knee, but Sansa could be a free, a free queen in the right. North. Well, I think it's supposed to be implied that, like, the North has always wanted, you know, to become an independent uh, uh, kingdom. Yeah, but inherently, so, do, so does every other Right, but that's what kingdom. I'm saying. Like, right. wouldn't every kingdom want to become independent, obviously? Like, everyone wants to have be their own king and you're queen. Gonna, you're like, going to give yourself a migraine if you try to patch up the plot holes in this season. We'll leave that, we'll leave that to Bran. Yeah. <laughs> that that one was my joke is that he was is that he was he was doing a Doctor Strange thing trying to patch up the fabric of reality that D and D were tearing in it. And like, what was the point of Bran being the Third Eye Raven exactly? Oh, there was none. There was absolutely no point other than telling John that he was a Targaryen, which he was that jigsaw. was that was for no reason. He was as well. jigsaw because he let all those. That was what the in the WTF edition it was implying that he was. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. play a little game. <laughs> no, seriously, that, which was one of my favorite parts because it's like he knew this was all going to happen, 
and didn't say anything and then got himself on the throne. So he's like like a mass murdering psychopath, apparently. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Why do you think I came all this way? I don't really want any more. I don't want it. <laughs> don't want it. Yeah, it's just... McQueen! <laughs> Have you... Did you see the... Uh, the, the pie chart? No, the uh, the documentary series uh, episode. No, that... I, I couldn't because I was so disgusted with how it ended. Um, I will say that there were some interesting parts. Like, it was cool to see them make people into the White Walkers and then the mummified yeah. White Walkers and, you know, all the green screen and just everything that went into, like, making the show so great. But they spent... And I'm not trying to hate on, you know... The people that work behind the the scenes, obviously, they have they um, they have a lot at stake, and and they yeah put, the, they have the, to like those were like, the good they, people. They followed, those were the free folk. They followed a uh, a couple of different people around mm-hmm. throughout the episode, and it like it shows one woman um, she's on the phone with her daughter a lot because she obviously isn't home as as much. So I mean, they, they sacrifice a lot, you right? Know? It's it's not it's not the actors. The actors did a fantastic job. Everyone else except D and D did a great job mm-hmm. with this whole series. However, they Just spent the writing that was awful. They spent so much time in this documentary episode following these people around. That like like they went out. There was this one guy who like does the snow. Yeah, right. He's Which he's cool. he's the, the snow, snow guy. guy. <laughs> Way too much. They went back to the snow guy putting snow on the set. And it's like, okay, he puts snow places. Like, I get it. He has a big task. Like, he has a big job, but. There's a lot of snow. There's, yeah, like, I, move away from the snow. And then there's John Snow. <laughs> and who had, like, who had two lines this entire season. I was, I was just watching it with my, I watched it with my mom, my stepmom and my dad. And so many times we were looking at each other and we're like, is this all the, the documentary is about? The guy. Like, like, I'm sorry that this lady, you know, doesn't get to see her daughter a lot, but that's not why I want to watch this documentary. Like, I want to see more about Game of Thrones. But anyway, my point in, in mentioning that was there's one scene where they're all doing a read-through. And some characters, like uh, Amelia Clark, had mm-hmm. they had all... Best season ever! Yeah, right. You've seen that, right? Yeah, when she gets asked uh, yeah. in the interview. That's, well, that's one of my favorite things. So I guess what they did was they sent the scripts out to everybody yep. three days before the reading. And Amelia Clark read it. Mm-hmm. Certain I've other people this. read it, but yeah. people like Kit, Kit Harrington didn't read it. So that was his first time reading it was at that open read-through. Disappointing. Did you – well, yeah. <laughs> did you see the reaction, though, of him – of, like them reading it out loud that he stabs Daenerys and kills no, her. No, no. He's very upset. Like you, he like pushes away and he's just like shaking his head, like not happy about it at all. And then even when I have, um, to, I, I have to watch that now. When they read that Varys dies, uh, Brienne, I'm not sure what her actual name is. Yeah, uh, but she like puts her arm around Gwendolyn him. Christie. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like everybody, you could just tell that it was like. Uh, yeah, it was awful atmosphere. Yeah, because it's crap writing. Yep, it's and there was awful, there, awful writing. Uh, there was it was like they were shooting the last scene. Yeah, and you know Kit Harrington's dressed as Jon Snow, and uh, I'm gonna have to I, go I, watch that. I'm not sure which directors are which. Dan, I think. 
It, they're, I, I they're, don't know. One of them. They're both idiots. One one of them were. They're well, both idiots. One of them was on set and was like giving a speech because you know it was the last the last shot, and uh, Kit's standing right there oh. and he's like he's like oh you wanna you wanna say a couple of words and he's like sure <laughs> like you could just tell he's his heart like, the writers uh no like oh, oh, Kit. yeah Kit. well uh okay. yeah dan one of the directors is like oh you want to say, yeah, okay. say something right. to the, gotcha. to the crew and uh yeah he was like disappointing <laughs> he's like i guess i'll say something about this crap yeah no season. that was the biggest disservice that yeah. was ever done to any character in the history of television in yeah. my opinion yeah the Biggest disservice ever, and I'll go on record saying that, is this, this Daenerys, the whole thing, and just the way that she went out. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you freaking kidding me? Yeah. It it did not, John, that's so out of character for Jon Snow. Right. And it's just hack writing. Yep. Well, even, and then even, they were obviously noting towards Daenerys kind of, not trusting Jon Snow, or not even not trusting, but seeing him as a threat to mm. the throne, obviously, because he had more of more of a right to the throne. And they kind of made, you know, little hint, like they, they made little hints here and there of her kind of being like, hmm, don't know about this, like giving Jon an, an, a weird look and stuff. And then in that last scene, she's just like, I love you. I love you so much. Yeah, and, and by Let's the way... Let's burn she- all the cities together. And and she had no personal guard, right? With her, yeah. And people were, you know, some people were saying, "Oh, it's the, the dragon was the guard," but for her to be totally alone when it, they already showed that she, that no one trusted Jon Snow, yep. for him to just waltz in there, right. and have her be by herself, and yeah, everyone be like, just, "Okay, have fun." They would just was ridiculous, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But like the, I think I had said this already because we, I think we had already talked about the episode where she gets ambushed. Right, which one? With uh, where she gets ambushed by Euron. Oh God! And the dragon yeah. dies, and, the, and on the inside the episode, the director's like, "Well, you know, Danny just kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet." Oh, they oh, also, that's so easy for, also, for you also, then, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> they also kind of forgot how to write the writers. Yeah, there's there's a uh, I saw which is which is their excuse for everything. Oh, they just forgot about it. Right, it, that, but that's what I mean. But she just would be lazy. Able to see it anyway, yeah. Yeah, when you're flying with friggin' two dragons, you're yeah. not going to be able to see. It's, it's just hack writing. Yeah, or like uh, uh, Peter Dinklage. Uh, <laughs> he... And poor Tyrion. Like, I know. They, well, they that totally just sabotaged everything. That everything to that point. Um, he there was like a little clip of him talking about uh, them being in the crypts. And yeah. Oh, yeah. The, he's like, and they put the women and children. He's like, and but well, he says like, Tyrion's supposed to be smart, but I guess he's not that smart because yeah. <laughs> even he knows like what. I, I like, did see that one. Come on. And then when he was asked about the season, he said, he said he said something clever, and then he said, no, D and D are the best writers in. Television. Oh yeah, like he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> like almost like a robot yeah. who's like, this is the best season ever. Dave and Dan are geniuses. <laughs> Clearly not. Yeah. Clearly not. Definitely just dis- like Kit was right. Disappointing. Yeah. Very much so. And and again, go- like it, I, I think like it, like for instance, something like like the the crypt scene, if they had just tweaked things, like maybe if they had acknowledged, oh, maybe people in the crypt are gonna come back. And 
Tyrion saying something like, well, it's, still, thought of that, well, it's still the currently. safest place for yeah. the women and children to be. That would have totally, like, been like, okay, well, Tyrion's uh, still a smart guy, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledging that <laughs> people, dead people are going to come back t- to life, but... <laughs> They just, they overlooked so many things. It was just lazy. It was really lazy and clumsily thrown together. Yeah, and then speaking of Tyrion, and then we'll, we'll wrap up here because we're going a little bit over time. Yeah. But at the at the very end with the whole, you know, you're not here to speak thing. Yeah. And then he speaks anyway, and then at the very end, Grey Worm, with Grey Worm still there, Bran's like, you're going to be my hand of the king. And Grey Worm's yeah, like, while while he's Hur. still in chains, yeah, he's and like, "You're gonna be my hand." Like, uh, Grey, does Grey Worm even say anything, or does he just well, say, he's "Okay"? He's just mad, obviously, yeah. but like, it's not his decision. I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. I, don't I choose want you. It. Pokemon Ball, Master Ball, oh, go, man! That was great. So this will go down in history as one of the biggest failures. Well, we'll just have to look forward to your in television history your, uh, ever. Your post fan story. fiction, yeah, yeah, and yours, so. somewhat, and the horror that you're writing. I'm really excited yeah. about that. Heck yes, I'll never writing say girls. Yeah. <laughs> Hardworking writing girls. All right. So, do you have any? Do you have any final thoughts on this dumpster fire? Because <laughs> that's what it is. I feel bad for the actors. I do. Oh my god, I totally yeah. do. I don't know what Sophie Turner said. I'm gonna have to look up. Look it up, but. I do feel bad for, for genuinely speaking, for most of the actors. Yeah. Because they didn't deserve that. I had read they that. They did the best with what they had. I had read that Amelia Clark, upon, you know, finding out that she Freaked burns out, down yeah. King's Landing and then she dies, I guess she, like, went to her family members mm-hmm. and, like, reached out to people. Yeah. Because, obviously, she knows how invested some people are in Daenerys. Yeah. And Myself she included. And she asked them, like, you know, is there, is, is there anything that Daenerys could do that would make you hate her? Like she was just like questioning, yeah. like you know, she was just like, "No, my character." I still don't hate like, her. I still don't hate her. I know you love you love the Targaryen house, Targaryen fire all and blood, the way. <laughs> loyalty until the end. Yeah, always fire and blood. Greyjoy, yes, all, all day. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I wrote I wrote Brooke into my story as the daughter. Of, oh no, wait, I shouldn't say. Anything. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, don't give it away. Just in case, just in case people want to read my fan fiction. Yeah. But Which you do. Yes. It's ve- she's We're at l- 5.7 thousand words right now. You put a lot into it. A lot of thought. I try. I mean, Gotta when you sent me that table of contents, I was like, oh, oh, you're going in. Like, okay. <laughs> going ham on the fan fiction. <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> but I, d- I did write both myself and Brooke into it. So I am a third generation bastard girl Targaryen. And we find Brooke standing next to, as one of Yara's new Reavers. And your name is uh, Thalia. Thalia. I like and that. And my name is Aaron with an A-E. So Aaron, who had a common name, but obviously traced her lineage. And once Daenerys sort of started coming to the forefront of, you know, events in, I think the, the world stuff's called Planetos. But, like, in the world and people were getting whispers of what she was doing in Essos. That's when, you know, my character goes off to try and and find an heiress and she's able to treat you know and she's always kind of known about her heritage but it was a secret you know just so that she her whole family wouldn't be assassinated by of course you know baratheon agents so um even being a third generation bastard a bastard girl it's still enough yeah yeah (laughs) so uh so this so eventually she takes up the the last name targaryen Mm -hmm. so and then uh we find out what your last name is eventually buried now you're you're just thalia the reaver Mm -hmm. which i'm okay with one of yara's reavers yeah so 
but that's yeah write fan write your own stuff write fan fiction uh gary nanorotic said that first he was one of the first people to encourage everyone to write your own stuff whatever it is Mm -hmm. so that sort of encouraged me and then i'm paying it forward and encouraging everyone to write your own stuff well you you definitely uh inspired me oh see you passing it along paying it forward i had already been i had already been like posting in on the horror subgroup and and reddit um you know asking people about you know plots that they enjoy or plots that they haven't seen before um just because i was like is there really anything that is new in horror these days or is everything just Mm. like a derivative of something else right well i mean your idea is like a nice blending of two yeah like i yeah it's a it's a cool new fresh idea yeah that i got going but that was all you that was all because of you oh thank you no thank you that's very sweet All right, so before we start gushing on how awesome we are we to are. each other, yes, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up now because we're about ten minutes over time, which is fine. Ten minutes, well, you know, ten minutes works perfectly. Like you, so. you like you guys don't like listening to us. Oh yeah, so yeah, ESP season two, episode five, uh, the failure, the epic failure of Game of Thrones, the downfall of yes. GOT. Yeah, worst. Worst episode ever. I, I just Sims feel like like this is just like so yeah. depressing to talk about. Just like yeah. okay, well that's it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end just like the show did on a highly disappointing note. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next week because we have not we had a we skipped a week. So oh yeah. Thanks everyone. Right. We'll see you next week. Thanks Go write me. your own stuff. Yeah. I, I'm Be sorry. Creative. I'm sorry y'all had to had to deal with this. My sincerest condolences. Hopefully. Be, cre- be creative. Oh, and again, Gary Nerdwardick said this first, but I have been watching. I have been watching The Expanse since season one, since it first came out, and I will agree with Gary Nerdwardick. It is one of the best shows on television. And when he said that, when he first said that on his show, I was like, yes, I freaking love The Expanse. Amazing. Um, just it's. I was calling it Game of Thrones in space, which is exactly what he said. Ooh. And a lot of people on different, you know threads and on different social media sites were saying it was one of the best shows. It was comparable to Game of Thrones. But yeah, go watch The Expanse. It's an amazing show. I'm all caught up. I, I you know, was watching it as it was released. It's amazing. Um, just, yeah, highly recommended. Kind of like, right. it kind of reminds me of Mass Effect. It's got like a Mass Effect feel to <gasps> all it. All right. Yeah, it's like, I, it's like a live action that. Mass Effect. That's... Yeah, I'll have to check yeah, that out. With some Game of Thrones elements, but it's more kind of, but we're just in in our solar system. Okay. It's, you know, Earth, the Mars, and the belt. They, kind of, they call them belters. So. Yeah. But it does have a, a really Fantasy good... Fantasy feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a really similar Mass Effect feel. So okay. anyway, yeah, go check out The Expanse. Uh, and of course, go check out Gary's channel on nerdrotic.com um, and Nerdrotic on YouTube and Angry Joe if you haven't been there yet. Go check that out as well. And then uh, the WTF episodes of Game of Thrones. Any other plugs or anything? Oh, tr- Trope oh. Anatomy. Trope on Anatomy, you, on yep. YouTube. And our free folk, of course, on Reddit. Um, as they say on our free folk, we do not kneel. I have to. I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna join that group right now <laughs> when, when we get off. So. <laughs> All right, episode five for us. Thanks, everyone. Thank, Thank you, you, my lovely unicorns. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>